Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ashley. A few years ago, we set off on a journey to start doing hard things that enrich our marriage, relationship with God, family, and our health. Along the way, we've met a lot of other people who are living intentional, countercultural lives and getting out of their comfort zones. And in each episode of the Uncommon People podcast, we'll discuss parts of our own journey or share inspiring stories from the journeys of others. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Uncommon People podcast. We're glad you join us today. I think Aaron's glad. Yeah, definitely <laughs> glad. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that you've heard us mention a couple times here and there on the podcast, and that is um, the way we eat, primarily the way Aaron eats. So Aaron has been vegan for vegan, aka plant-based, which we'll talk about that, you know, the difference in those terms and, you know, things like that here in a minute. Um, has been plant-based slash vegan for a long time now, considering the length of our lives, I guess. Yeah, almost <laughs> How many four years? Uh, or over four years. Yeah. Uh, November will be five years. Yeah, Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. The last hurrah, the last turkey. Um, so there are a lot of different questions that I could ask Aaron, but because I obviously live with him and I cook most of his food and I have been vegan in the past and vegetarian in the past, it's kind of hard for me. It was hard for me to think of questions that maybe outsiders to this lifestyle would think to ask. So I did go to the very helpful Google and dig up some questions that uh, would maybe be more more, I don't want to say basic, but you know, just questions that people would probably ask. And Aaron still gets asked questions about being vegan, but I don't think it comes up as much as it used to whenever it was, you know, maybe when you meet people or they find out, but most of the people in our lives know. Yeah, definitely more, more common to get questions when it's an introduction to someone or, yeah, uh, or they didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. it, it still comes up where people don't really realize it, I guess. Oh, they'll, they'll say, oh, I forgot you were vegan, you know, yeah. for, for trying to eat somewhere or something like that. Um, and I'll just say from the outset, we're not probably going to talk about my eating like history too much, except to say that I'm not vegan. I have been in the past and we do eat mostly vegan at home though um just to put that out there and by mostly I mean all of our meals that we we don't make two separate meals as a family so I eat I mean I'm an omnivore I eat I eat everything but at home we eat vegan because I don't want to make two different meals for you know me and Aaron and the kids and stuff like that I will say too though that I don't just eat any kind of meat I'm really really picky about meat so it and I don't cook it very well so it works out just fine that we don't eat meat at home so are you ready for the questions sure fire away yeah so Aaron hasn't seen any any of these questions some of them I don't think any of them will be totally new to him just because he's been doing this lifestyle for a little bit but um, the as long very, as you don't ask me where I get my protein. Oh, that from. one's coming. You just hold on. Uh, why did you become a vegan? Um, I think that really it just, I kind of fell into it. And most people, um, one of the m- most common, I guess, comments that I get, I've even heard it recently, is someone saying like, oh, I can't give, I could, n- I need meat to survive or I need cheese to survive, like, you know, that kind of thing. And I was very much like a burger and fries, no vegetable, (laughs) like diet pretty much my whole life. And then um, 
I just started like I always kind of had like a little bit of stomach problems and you know just I but I never any nothing was ever diagnosed or you know never went to the doctor for any kind of issues but um just a series of events with like my family health history and you know stuff that people in my family have had um kind of made me just decide to get healthier. So it wasn't even so much about becoming vegan. It was just about. And, and uh, the things that you, your family was dealing with. Um, Aaron had lost family members to colon cancer. He had more than one person in his family with high blood pressure, high blood pressure diabetes, and heart, d- heart, heart disease, disease and stuff like that, which yeah. are all, if you do the research, by the way, are all directly, there's a direct correlation between what you eat and those kind of yeah. um, health concerns. So part of it was just wanting to, you know, get healthier. And then coupling that with running, there were a lot of times like early on in my running where I would have to call, you know, to get you to pick me up because my stomach was messed up or something like that. Mm -hmm. And as I started manipulating my diet in that way, I, you know, got that stuff started going away. So really it was all, it was primarily just all about the health benefits at the beginning. Um, I found it by, stumbling into the world of like endurance running so you know marathons ultra marathons and started noticing a trend of a lot of people being Mm plant-based and having you know like I mean running insanely long 100 mile races or things like that so I think at the beginning it just started off as a little bit of curiosity of like Mm -hmm. how can people sustain that kind of athletic uh, capability while not eating you know, a traditional American diet. Yeah. And so I just started doing some research and, but it all stemmed from the fact of just wanting to be a little healthier and feel better. Yeah. And for Aaron, like when we went vegan, I've always eaten a lot of vegetables. And so the change in the, how I felt wasn't drastic, but for you. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah. Like the, and it, and then that changes, in my opinion, anytime you make like a drastic lifestyle food food lifestyle change like if you go keto once you get over that keto flu feeling you know when you start feeling good when the alarm goes off in the morning your eyes are awake and you're ready to get out of bed and go Mm -hmm. it's something something happens when we do a big shift in the way we eat with our bodies where they do that kind of thing and we feel good um p.s keto i don't think is a sustainable (laughs) way to eat i'm just putting that out there um, okay. So what is the difference? Let's talk a little bit about what the difference is between being a vegan, a vegetarian and being plant-based. Well, being a vegetarian is just, uh, which is what I did first for about three months or so is, uh, still taking in some animal products. So like you can still, it's basically, basically just not eating meat. Yeah. So you could still eat eggs or cheese or yeah, some, dairy. some don't eat eggs, but most, um, yeah, most vegetarians but do. dairy, like, milk and stuff like that um and and vegan or plant-based is exclusively like you know or specifically no animal products at all so if it came from an animal at all whether that's butter or milk or broth or meat anything uh, if it came from an animal it's it would not be plant-based it's just 100 percent plant-based uh is is that common you know phrase and then I think vegan is more of a social construct. Like it's a lifestyle. It's more of a lifestyle. 
I think typically when you would hear people say that they're vegan, they probably don't like, you know, it, it's different if you say like, I, I eat a vegan diet versus I'm vegan. That might mean that you don't even wear leather or have products that have any kind of animal testing. So vegan, I think is a little bit more of the like combative, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just the reason why you're plant-based really. A lot yeah. of people are that are vegans and identify as vegans are doing it for the animals or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or uh, I think one of the reasons, especially at the beginning was the environmental concerns. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of energy and cost and fuel to feed us meat. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, being vegan or vegetarian does cut down on that quite a bit. But I think the vegan lifestyle is a different thing than just eating plant-based. It's a little bit more of a mindset than just, yeah, than just a diet. It's almost a religion sometimes. Which which I don't use the word diet in the sense of like a weight loss diet. I use the word diet as a broad term for like what we eat. Like you would say the standard American diet. That's what I mean by diet when I say like vegan as a diet because I'm not on a diet. I'm definitely not on a diet. Yeah. And when I was vegan, it didn't, I, and I've done a lot of diets and when I was vegan, it doesn't feel like a diet. So if you're, you know, listening, thinking that that's what it is, it's not really like that. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about more about that in a minute, but okay. The number one question vegans get, let's all say it together. Where where do you get get your protein? protein? (laughs) Yeah. So do you want to answer that or do you want me to? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can answer it. You probably know better than me. I mean, you can get protein. Really, why do we eat proteins anyway? It's really for the amino acids. And amino acids are in are found in plants. And animals get amino acids from eating plants, like from eating the grass and things like that. So, I mean, protein, you think about it in the form of meat, especially with muscle building and athletics and, and things like that, you you think protein is such a huge thing, but really if you're eating a well-balanced diet, you're going to get protein from a lot of places. Yeah. Beans. So protein's in, in everything. And it's a not so known, but maybe should be more known fact that the suggested requirement for protein for um, adults is not nearly as high as we treat it. Yeah. Like it's way low. Like we don't need to be eating nearly as much protein as we are eating, especially considering most of our lifestyles don't really demand that we need that Mm -hmm. in our lives. Um, but like I said, there's a little bit of protein in basically everything you eat and I'll just share like some commonly eaten by vegans, uh, food groups that are food items that have a lot of protein in them. So tofu, we eat tofu like probably once, maybe twice a week, sometimes twice, more like once Mm -hmm. a week, probably. And, um, it has 10 grams of protein for half a cup of it, which is, that's a lot. That's actually pretty good. Um, lentils, which I'm not a big fan of lentils, but Aaron does eat lentils. They have nine grams of protein for half of a cup. Quinoa also, I'm not a fan of quinoa. I think, I don't know. Do you like quinoa? We don't eat it very often. We don't eat it very often, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I'll eat it. Yeah. I don't like the texture of quinoa, but it has, it's actually a seed. So it has eight grams of protein for half a cup chickpeas and then a lot of beans really have about seven grams for half a cup and then potatoes actually have up to four grams for like a medium-sized potato and so really Aaron eats basically a high carb 
pro high carb vegan diet. I would say low fat, but you're, I mean, you're probably considered low fat compared to, yeah. I mean, you eat he, you eat peanut butter and you eat like avocados and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. um, you don't like use oil a lot. Not yeah, that not kind really. Of, yeah, yeah. Not that kind of fat, but yeah. So the answer to where you get your protein is everywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. There's a great, one of my favorite memes is a pie chart and it's like 99% and 1%. So it's just two slivers or mm-hmm. two sections. Mm-hmm. And it says, the top says how protein takes up my time as a vegan. And the 99% is explaining to others where I find my protein. <laughs> and the 1% is actually having to think about where I get my protein. So yeah. it's not something that I think about and not something that i feel deficient in at all yeah and just as an aside the only thing that most vegans are consistently deficient in is vitamin b12 and that's not just vegans really most people should be taking a vitamin b12 supplement because that comes from essentially dirt and everything is so clean and you know well sanitized these days that we don't really interact as much with the ground (laughs) dirt as we normally would um and animals well we don't have to go into all the details on b12 but (laughs) let's all just take a b12 supplement and feel better you could also get a little bit deficient in iron if you're not careful yeah you gotta eat those greens gotta eat the green stuff because there's definitely ways to be unhealthy as a vegan so uh what do you eat people you, you tell people i don't eat meat cheese eggs or dairy and people a lot of times in the u.s culture especially are like what do you even eat salad no no (laughs) i never eat salads like ever no i mean we put greens in a lot of stuff but we don't eat salads but not like a traditional salad yeah uh we do a lot of i mean a lot of rice and bean date uh mm -hmm. based dishes so burrito bowls um sushi bowls like we had tonight which is like rice and edamame and yeah we did tofu tonight instead of edamame but avocado i eat a ton of avocado cucumber i eat a ton of oatmeal yeah like every day almost if it's not oatmeal in the morning it's like avocado toast but almost always is oatmeal especially when i'm like running a lot because it's just so filling and lots of calories yeah the way that you eat it has a lot yeah i mean i and yeah it's not just standard like like cracker barrel oatmeal it's like you know oatmeal really good oatmeal with peanut butter and bananas and brown sugar and yeah we were gonna and there's ways to make stuff like even healthier like if we used maple syrup all the time instead of brown sugar which is an unprocessed yeah sugar but some of it can be a little steep if you go all the way out there but and then my, for snacks, I eat, like, I mean, I'll go through phases with snacks where, like, sometimes I'll eat fruit, and then other times I'll eat Cliff Bars, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you don't eat a, a ton quick, of snacks. I don't really. I do when I'm, like, really high mileage, 60 mm-hmm. and 70 mile weeks of, you know, running. But when I'm kind of floating at a normal range, I don't eat a lot of snacks. Yeah, because your time. meals are pretty... Yeah. I eat a lot of bread, a lot of pasta, mm-hmm. a lot of pasta, a lot of bread. Um, What's your favorite vegetable? My favorite vegetable is, well, is avocado a vegetable? That's a fruit, right? Because it has a seed. Fruit, I think. Um, 
I don't know. We eat broccoli a lot. Um, I don't really. We eat spinach a lot. Yeah. Spinach. Yeah, and I mean, I like carrots. I like. Yeah. I like pr- There's not really much that I don't like. I'm not like crazy about cucumbers. Like I have to. I'll have them and we have them in sushi bowls and stuff like that. There's like certain things that I would have them in, but I wouldn't just like eat a cucumber. Oh, I would just eat a cucumber. This is not my thing. And I don't like pickles really. (laughs) Oh no. Something's wrong. Yeah. I was looking at the menu that we have. Avocado. If it was, uh, if we were counting avocado as a vegetable, then avocado is definitely. I don't think anyone counts them as a vegetable. Yeah. What's your favorite fruit then? Avocado. Uh, (laughs) Of course. So uh, I think banana is my favorite fruit, like traditional fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we eat a lot of rice. We eat a lot of like grains. Um, it's basically fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains. Oatmeal. Yeah. Well, that's a. It's a grain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at our menu for this week and seeing if there was anything that we like mentioned that we didn't really say it's like finding different combinations of all those different kinds of foods Mm -hmm. like i actually didn't make this but it was on the list for us to eat this week we just got busy cauliflower potato curry and we eat that kind of thing over rice burrito bowls which like aaron said which is basically just take home chipotle chipotle make it home and we eat chipotle a decent amount too (laughs) yeah that's true um pizzas at home there's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't think you could make without animal products that it's like it's basically just as good i mean it is an adjustment to let go of stuff like cheese but normally you feel pretty good after the fact yeah let me pop over to the other questions here see if we can stump the chump anymore okay do you ever miss meat well let's let's say you eat like salmon maybe once a quarter when the occasion doesn't give you any other option yeah, like, uh, and that's one thing about, I guess, my approach that's different than others is like, if a social situation warrants it or a date night or something like that, I mean, there's not like a lot of like fancy vegan options. And so, yeah. you know, if we go to like out for some kind of dinner, you know, we might go to like a place where I can get salmon. Like a steak. If you go yeah. to a steakhouse, like we have a, annual meeting that requires us to go to a steakhouse basically yeah and so i'll get salmon and just ask them not to put butter on it and just eat it you know like that and so i have a little margin for like flexibility um cheese you're totally not i have no margin for flexibility on cheese like why specifically just because i know that that's the thing that like that's the thing that when i took it away made the most impact that and milk and so, which I, did, I wasn't a heavy consumer of milk as an adult. I was as a kid, but like, you know, uh, cheese, when I took cheese out of my diet, like I don't know, just a lot of my issues went away. A mm-hmm. lot of the like way that I felt like heavy after every time I went to a Mexican restaurant or something like that. Yeah. A lot of that went away. And so, um, I just, I don't know what cheese would do to me if I actually had it, but I don't. I don't want to have <laughs> it's it. It's not a risk we're taking. Occasionally I'll miss like chicken. Like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Chicken. Yeah, like like bad for you chicken. Or yeah, like which is ironic. Fast food chicken. Ironic because that's like as a person that used to be vegan that now eats an 
eats an omnivore lifestyle, like I don't. That is one of my least favorite things to eat. I don't. So I don't even want to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't really miss beef that much, um, which is interesting because I kind of almost roll my eyes in a way when people say that they could never give up beef or never. I don't literally roll my eyes, but sometimes <laughs> I feel like I want to because like I was literally burger and fries almost every single time we would go out not every single meal because we didn't make that at home but like when we would go out to eat it was like burgers and fries and i ate beef all the time and that was like the state that was my diet yeah and i and i liked it like it's not like i didn't like it and i was waiting to find some other kind of um, way to eat that would make me enjoy it more like i legitimately liked all of that and when I got off of it and I started, you know, feeling different, I realized that it, as good as it was, it wasn't worth how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. And so when people say like, I could never give up beef or I could never give up cheese, it's like, well, if I could, mm-hmm. like, it's cliche, it sounds cliche, but like, I mean, people don't really realize how I used to eat. And if I could do it, anyone could do it, yeah. you know? If you have to, I guess you, I, well, I guess it comes back to doing hard things and having the willpower to change your life if you're not feeling well. Yeah. So especially if you say if you can't do it, maybe you can't do it, you know, but. Especially if you're not feeling well. Yeah. To me, I don't feel a ton of physical difference, but like I said, I haven't gone, I don't eat the same way I did before we went vegan in the first place. Like I, I wasn't, my diet wasn't like Aaron's, but. The vegetables. I ate Chick-fil-A so much when I worked at the bank that was like right across the parking lot from Chick-fil-A. Ate there all the time. Worked at Chick-fil-A. And worked at (laughs) Chick-fil-A for two months. Yeah. (laughs) That was, we'll save that for another, we'll save that for another episode. Literally. Okay. um, This is a question we hear. Isn't being vegan expensive? Okay. Isn't eating plant-based expensive? It's not really unless you buy, it's actually probably a little cheaper Mm -hmm. if you're not buying a bunch of like substitute products. So like we buy substitute cheese Mm -hmm. that we make grilled cheeses with and that's like five bucks probably. Yeah. And we usually only buy one a week. Yeah. If that, like, I mean, so, and you could buy like Beyond Burgers or impossible burgers impossible patties and eat that kind of stuff or like vegan like oven pizza instant pizza yeah like you could definitely eat very expensive uh, eating vegan but if you think about it like vegan all eating plant-based is is i mean it's normal foods that you would grab like that anyone would grab it's just not grabbing the animal products. Mm -hmm. So it's grabbing the rice, the same kind of rice that you would grab off of a shelf to make whatever you're going to make. And we're eating twice as much rice and zero beef. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like all the same kind of foods, the same vegetables, the same, you know, stuff. It's just not grabbing the cheese, not grabbing the milk, not grabbing the meat. Yeah. Butter and stuff like that. And, and butter is another thing that could get expensive like the mm-hmm. alternative alternative butters but margarine basically yeah. yeah but i mean 
It's it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Depends on how you eat. And also one of the things to consider with a plant-based diet is calorie density, which if you don't know what that is, you can Google it and the pictures help explain it a lot more. But basically the number of calories you get from, you know, some kind of plant food versus like beef or chicken or something like that, for example, is you have to eat a lot more vegetables to or grains or whatever to equal the number of calories that you get in an animal product. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you'll see that's where you see some of the difference in the cost. To me, it's like, well, the you just have to, not that the calories totally end up equaling out because sometimes they don't. I think plant-based, you generally do eat a little less as far as calorie wise goes than you did when you ate meat. You definitely do. But so that you can see that reflected in the cost. And it also depends on if you're savvy about buying like frozen things or if you're willing to buy some things canned instead of buying everything fresh from the produce section. Yeah. Uh, like we buy a lot of frozen stuff and I don't make all of our like beans and stuff like that. If you make your own stuff like that, it's even cheaper. Yeah. So to me, it's just a matter of it doesn't really matter how you eat. The question is, are you buying convenience foods or are you buying the food that you whatever it is in the closest to state that it normally comes but there's just no way around the fact that animal like actual meat is more is pretty expensive we haven't actually purchased meat in a normal grocery meal i mean grocery haul or whatever in so long that i don't even really know yeah what it costs now that i'm thinking <laughs> about it but i just know that it's more than definitely more than cans of beans. Yeah, for <laughs> That's sure. For sure. Uh, so is this lifestyle sustainable? It is for at least four years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know plenty of people that have been plant based for years and years, like their whole, some people their whole lives. Mm -hmm. Definitely is if you're eating right and eating a well balanced diet. I mean, it's absolutely sustainable and it's sustainable for athletics. I mean, I've done five marathons, two ultra marathons. Yeah, that's the next question. Do you have the energy to exercise? Yeah, People, that's one of the first things they say to me when they're talk. When I'll say like Aaron's vegan, and they'll be like, "Whoa, doesn't he run like a lot? I don't know how he has the energy to run." And it's like, you've got to. He eats this. He eats. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> like I eat. I eat carbs a lot. And, <laughs> I have the glycogen storage, you know, and all of that. So, I mean, like, yeah, I don't have a lot of fat to burn, yeah. but I have to supplement in that way. So, um, yeah, I mean. Supplement by eating more calories. Yeah, by eating mean. more calories. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have, you know, 6,000 lifetime miles in the last five years, mm -hmm. which I've been vegan for four of those. So, it's, Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. <laughs> I have the energy to do it and I have the, uh, uh, you know, it's, I'm being able to sustain it. Yeah. Um, is something healthy just because it's vegan? No. No. Oreos are vegan. Yeah. There's Pop a lot. Pop-Tarts are vegan. Well, Pop-Tarts. Some Pop-Tarts. Unfrosted. Unfrosted. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, tell the crowd what your <laughs> indulgence is. I do like Pop-Tarts. I'll eat brown sugar and cinnamon Pop-Tarts as like a kind of a dessert mm -hmm. toasted with butter mm -hmm. well with margarine, with margarine yeah. yeah um so if you haven't tried that highly recommend <laughs> it's good yeah there's a lot of things that are like secretly vegan 
type things like Aaron said, Oreos, those kind of pop tarts. Um, what else? Basically anything that there are some things that it's like, Oh, there's no way that could be vegan. It's unhealthy. Like potato chips. Yeah. All it has in it is potatoes and oil. Yeah. Like Lay's potato chips. Yeah. (laughs) Which is another kind of indulgence. Yeah. I'm not a, I I ate a lot of them. Yeah. Aaron likes them. Anytime we open a bag, it's like, there goes the chips. They're gone. But, and so do our kids. They love potato chips. But yeah, I think the short answer to that is we know that just because something is vegan doesn't mean it's healthy, healthy for you. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, you can still enjoy some of those kind of things, even being vegan. There are different versions of being vegan and and whole food, plant-based even. I I say we're plant-based. Yeah. And... I mean, if we were whole food, yeah, I, mean, plant- I have a leather belt on right now. Right. So, <laughs> so not vegan in lifestyle and then whole food plant-based basically means you don't eat, usually don't eat any processed food at all. So generally not any oil and not any sugar. And we've done, we've done times where we've eaten more like that than other yeah. times. But right now I think it's safe to say, um, just sticking with plant-based well at home for me and for you. Most of the time, ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, the ho- I'd say the holidays and like that time of the year can be a little bit more flexible, but you're still not eating like a burger or right. anything with cheese or right. Yeah, yeah. And I think I mentioned in an episode a little while back the reason why we are addicted to cheese. I didn't say what it was then, but since this applies, I'll just just talk about it for a minute. That there's something in, I think it's called casein in like cow milk, basically that draws the calf back for more it's like an addictive substance there that basically makes the baby cow want to come back for more milk Hmm. and there's your cheese right there that's why i mean it really is addictive a lot of these food products are addictive not to mention they tend to have sugar in them and all these other kind of things which are not it's not altogether bad but you know just something to keep in mind something to put out there um, I want to tell people some resources uh, if they're interested in learning more about being vegan um, or where to find vegan recipes and stuff like that. We can share those. A lot of my stuff comes from athletics. So uh, one of the first people that I really got like exposed to that helped with ideas for snacks and things like that and just the whole plant-based lifestyle is Rich Roll. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast. Um, his podcast is like a regular, you know, long form interview podcast. It's not necessarily about being vegan, but there's a lot of, that's just intertwined into a lot. He has a, a, he and his wife have a program called the plant powered way. I think the plant powered meal planner, which is, a um, they do recipes. It's like a meal planner and it's pretty cheap, um, to subscribe to, uh, YouTube, the happy pair is a YouTube one that we've gotten. Uh, twin brothers. They're twin brothers, yeah. But P-E-A-R, happy mm-hmm, pair. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put this stuff in the description. So. They're one that we've gotten a lot of recipes from. Um, I'm trying to think. They're one of the, po- oh, l- say the documentaries and then I'll share my suggestions. There's a lot of documentaries. Um, there's some that are more aggressive in nature with like kind of being combative about being plant-based and there's others that are more informative forks over knives is probably one of the more mild ones that really shows a lot of the good 
um, the, the benefits of being plant-based without like the aggressive nature of it mm-hmm. mostly. And but they then have there's an app and the website and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, fat, sick and nearly dead is a really <laughs> good one too. Uh, that was more about juicing, right? juice, like plant-based juice cleanses, uh, over time. And then cowspiracy is where you get into, um, kind of a little more of the environmental aspects, mm-hmm. but it also talks about the health and things like that. Uh, what the health mm-hmm. is one that's, I think by the same person as Cowspiracy, but that really dives into the, um, like world of sports. And there's one more that is slipping my mind right now. Yeah. There's a lot of them that are available on Netflix and, you know, sites, streaming sites like that, that you can check out. And there are a few um, girls on YouTube that I'll recommend. I will say that their channels are like lifestyle meets vegan, like food inspiration. So I don't agree with everything they do or say, but some of my favorites are Caitlin Shoemaker and her channel is called From My Bowl. She's one of the biggest vegan YouTubers out there and has some really, really good, especially starter recipes on her blog and on her YouTube. Another one that I like is Ellen Fisher. She has a family. They live in Hawaii, but they eat whole food plant-based. And then Hannah McNeely. That's actually her sister. And they just talk about all kinds of different vegan stuff. I will also say that all three of those girls are lifestyle vegans. They're not just, not just vegan for the food health sake of things. The other one that I was trying to think of was, is called the game changers. That's oh. like the biggest one. I don't think I've seen that one. That's the biggest one in recent years, and it was um, produced by Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a vegan. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people that are vegan. Come to find out. So that's it. Hopefully you enjoyed the look into uh, my crazy, uncommon, but becoming more common Yeah. Um, <laughs> eating habits. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us on Instagram at Uncommon People Podcast be glad to answer any questions we are not doctors or nutritionists but we're glad to uh provide any kind of feedback or insight into the way that we're um eating and if you are an athlete and are interested in exploring it i recommend it i think it's good so um yeah follow us on instagram and definitely subscribe to our youtube channel as well we got more videos that are dropping every week and until next time bye bye